Testing, testing, one, two. I got a new mic, guys, and I think it sounds better. I might be completely wrong. Please let me know if I'm wrong, but I'm 90% sure it's a lot better. The one complaint that I have about this is that it's so high quality that it's picking up literally everything. It's not picking up a lot of like the background noise, but I just took a sip of water before recording and it was literally like, you know what I mean? (laughs) I cannot believe I just made that noise. (laughs) Anyway. Welcome to the 20-somethings, guys. I am so excited for this episode, mainly because I'm finally talking about the one thing I get questions about all of the time. Not only that, but it's also a topic very near and dear to my heart, mainly because I am a 21-year-old college student who happens to be in a sorority. (laughs) So with that being said, recruitment is right around the corner I know y'all are seeing all those like go Greek and like register for recruitment graphics all over Instagram. And we're finally talking about it. If you know me, (laughs) you know, I've already made two YouTube videos about this, but the first one was literally during quarantine two years ago. And not only is it outdated and do I have things to add, but I also hadn't gone through the sisterhood side at all. And now I've been through actual recruitment and then two years of recruiting going on to my third. So with that being said, get your pens and papers out because class is in session. I'm about to tell y'all every single thing that I know and give y'all the inside scoop on sorority recruitment. Now, before I jump into the deep end, I have to give this disclaimer. This is just my experience going through the University of Alabama at Birmingham's recruitment process and being an Alpha Z Delta at UAB. Just because this is my experience does not mean this was everyone else's, but I can only speak for myself. And you guys asked, so I'm here to answer. To kick us off, I figured I should go through some Greek terminology before I just start talking about PNMs and initiated members and all that stuff. Because if you were anything like me, I was a first generation college student. Not a single one of my family members has ever been in Greek life. So I vividly remember asking a teacher in high school what rush meant once everyone started getting ready for it because I was like, what are they even talking about? So if that's you, don't worry. I'm about to give you the whole vocab list, okay? Rush is just the recruitment process for a sorority. A PNM is a potential new member. That's all the people that are going through recruitment. Initiated members are people that are already in the chapter. And then PIKAIs are your recruitment counselors. So they're disaffiliated chapter members who are basically just there to guide you through the whole week. Now, with that in mind, let's talk about the basic structure of the week. Now again, remember my disclaimer, this is only my experience through UAB, which is a relatively small school in the South. So take that in mind. The first day is philanthropy day. This is the longest day with the shortest amount of party time. So you're going to go to about six parties that are about 35 minutes each, and then you're going to have two breaks. The next day is sisterhood day. You can go to up to four parties that day. However, let me make this disclaimer. If you don't have four parties on your schedule, that is completely fine. Just because there's four slots that you can go to does not mean that they all have to be filled. And then the last day is preference night. 
These are the longest and most serious parties. Okay. Now, when I say parties, I don't mean raves because like I said, when I didn't know what recruitment was and everyone was just saying parties, I really did not know what to expect, but they just mean parties as in like get to know each other sessions. At these quote unquote parties, you usually get picked up by someone at the door. You end up talking to about three to four members at a party. This just depends on how each chapter has them laid out. The first night, you'll probably watch a video about their philanthropy and they'll usually give you like a small presentation about finances just so you know exactly what you're getting yourself into. And then the second night, you'll talk to about the same amount of girls, but probably for longer. And they'll usually have like a sisterhood video prepared like somewhere in the party. And then the last night, like I mentioned earlier, is the most serious and the longest parties. You only talk to one person and it's usually someone that you've already talked to throughout the week, okay? These ceremonies can be so overwhelming just because you're going from fun, chill vibes to literally pouring your heart out and potentially crying. You know what I mean? I'm not saying this to scare you. I recommend just making the most out of it and opening up because this is such like a big decision night for you and the chapter. So try not to get super weirded out by everything it'll be fine. Now that we have the basic structure and the Greek terminology, it's time to get to the good stuff. Now, all of the things that I'm about to mention are just things that I've kind of picked up throughout the years. If you want to listen to them, great. If you don't, that's also great. Take everything that I say with a grain of salt because again, this is just from my experience, but I figured if I share my experience and my little tips, I could potentially ease some of the nerves that y'all may have because I know when I was going through recruitment, I was so freaking nervous and I'm not a super nervous person. So it was a new experience for me. But with that being said, let's jump into this. My first point is probably the most stereotypical like tip I could give you. And if you've seen any recruitment advice video ever, you've already heard this, but be yourself. Ugh, I know. Shocker. But If you put up this fake persona to try to fit into a chapter, you're going to end up at the wrong chapter. So as cheesy as it may sound, just, you know, be who you are. (laughs) God, I can't take myself seriously sometimes. Anyway, next, don't freak out if you don't have an immediate connection with a chapter. I know a lot of girls like to be like, oh, yeah, I just walked in and I knew this was my forever home. That may not be the case for some people. That was definitely not the case for me, especially at UAB. All six chapters are freaking amazing. So I was having the roughest time first day. So it's not an easy decision. And don't think that just because you didn't feel an instant click with one of the chapters on the first night that it didn't go well. Sometimes it takes more than one day to build a bond. You know what I mean? Not too crazy of a concept, but you'd be surprised. Make notes after each party if you can, especially if you have breaks in between the parties. It's easy to get the chapters and the convos mixed up because you're meeting a lot of people. So just jot it down while it's fresh in your mind. And this will go a long way during voting because during voting, again, you're going to get all of these chapters mixed up and like you're not going to remember who you had a conversation with and who you didn't. So if you jot down your feelings after the parties, that's going to make your voting process go a lot faster. Okay, this next one is one of my biggest tips. So if you've drowned me out (laughs) up until now, listen up, okay? Just because the days are themed does not mean you have to stick to it. 
Okay. Like I said, you're going to have philanthropy, sisterhood, preference. Just because it's philanthropy night, you don't have to be like, so what does your philanthropy mean to you? I mean, don't get me wrong. If you're genuinely wondering that, that's great and fantastic. But if y'all are going on a tangent about how much you love hot dogs, don't think that you need to steer the conversation more towards whatever the theme of the day is. Because actually, from my experience, the more that you're just kind of going with the flow in terms of the conversation and going on tangents and having these conversations about everything else but the theme, that means like you're genuinely creating bonds and you're having a connection. Now, I don't say this to say don't ask like what their philanthropy means to them or like what their favorite sisterhood event was because those are all great questions and honestly, it shows that you're interested and that you're invested in the conversation. However, I'm just saying don't feel the need to like steer the conversation back to whatever the theme is just because you feel the need to stay on theme. This next one I actually included because I put up a poll on the 20-somethings pod Instagram and a lot of y'all were wondering what to wear. Let me start this off by saying it honestly does not matter in the slightest. When I went through, I wore a romper the first night, a romper the second night, and then a dress the third night, okay? The only thing you have to like take note of is that the days get progressively dressier, okay? Now, I'm not saying to show up in like a quinceanera dress on the third night, but you know, you just get like progressively dressier as the week goes by with your dressiest being the last night. The only thing that matters is you being comfortable in whatever you're wearing and whatever you're wearing to show off your personality. Do not dress up like what you think these chapters want you to wear. If you are not a Love Shack Fancy girl, do not feel the need to go and buy a dress from Love Shack Fancy just because you think that that's what these sororities want you to wear, okay? I think my favorite example of this thing has been last year, I think it was like on the first night, which is like the least dressiest I guess you could say this girl wore like this light blue dress and I rarely remember what people are wearing like I'm just not one to like pay attention to that but she wore like this light blue romper dress thing and then she wore Nike blazers and like the checks were like the same color as her dress and it just looked so good so that's what I mean like if you are not a heels girl on the first night don't wear heels now obviously don't wear like jeans or sweatpants or anything like that but just show your personality off with whatever you wear and make sure that you're comfortable in it because if you're not then the whole day you're just going to be self-conscious and it's going to show and it's going to reflect in the parties in the conversations this next one was also a big question a lot of people were wondering about rec letters they honestly don't matter as much as people think they do think of them as like extra credit so it's fantastic if you have one It doesn't really matter if you don't like I know people that have gone into like their sorority of choice without a rec letter so like it's not going to be like the determining factor on if you get in or not so yeah just think of it as like extra credit another thing recruitment should not feel like an interview okay like if during the party the conversation is just not flowing you literally feel like you're interviewing for a job and like you feel you have to sit up straight and like say the right things and stuff that's probably an indicator that you're not really meshing well with the chapter. However, I will say the first day you'll be having a lot of the same conversations because if you think about it on the first day, you're going to six parties. You're probably talking to three to four girls at each party. That's about 24 people the first day. Okay. So there's going to be a lot of 
Oh, how was moving? What made you rush? Where are you from? Were you involved in high school? Blah, 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 blah. But that's just because it's the first day. They're kind of trying to crack you out of your shell. But as the week progresses, you should be having more meaningful conversations. This next one is a big one. Oh, my God. Another one that like if you've tuned me out up until now, tap back in, tap in. Tell the chapters how you feel. They cannot read your mind. And at the end of the day, if it's between you and another person that said that they love the chapter, they want to come back tomorrow, blah, 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 blah. The chapters are more likely to prioritize the people that have said that and have made it known where they stand than someone that they're going to have to guess where they stand. Now, you do not have to write them like a love letter and be like, oh my God, thank you so much for inviting me. I, this is as simple as a thank you so much for inviting me back. I'm really happy to be here. I hope I can come back tomorrow. Blah, 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 blah. Now, this is completely different on prep night. Again, tap in, tap in for this one advice. On prep night, you literally have to verbatim let them know. When they ask you how you're feeling and stuff like that, do not just tell a chapter that you're torn or that you like them just to say it because you might be taking a spot from someone that really, really wants to be in that chapter and you just kind of set it to like boost their ego. Be completely honest with your answer if you are asked how you feel. If you're torn, say that you're torn. If you are really vibing with a different chapter, just be like, I think I'm leaning towards my other chapter. If you really like them though, you have to literally explicitly say that you really like them. They're not going to guess. You can't just be like, oh, well, I've really enjoyed my time here. That could mean so many things. That could mean so many different things. The year I went through, I literally walked into Alpha Z. We hadn't even sat down. And I was like, I really want to be an Alpha Z. I love it here. I am ready to ride or die for this double blue and gold. Okay, I might have not said that verbatim, but something along those lines. <laughs> and they knew where I stood. Okay, so make it known where you stand. But you also don't have to wait until prep night to let them know all these things. Like you can literally walk into a party and be like, thank you so much for inviting me back. I was really excited to see you on my list. Blah, 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 blah. Now, this next one, y'all have probably already heard if you've seen any other recruitment video advice podcast thing, whatever. The girls are literally more nervous than you are. Now, I used to think this was like completely BS, but you have to take in mind that the sorority members train for like six months just for this week. Like this week is probably the biggest event for them. They want you to love their chapter just as much as they do. Not to mention that they have to train to keep the conversation going. Like honestly, as a PNM, you have nothing to worry about because you could be the driest communicator. It is on the sorority's shoulders to keep the conversation going. Like if the conversation dies down, y'all are both going to go into fight or flight mode, but they have to find a way to pick it back up. Like this is even coming from our membership vice president. I've talked to her and she was like, I'm so nervous. And she's literally like the one leading it. Okay. So the sisters are just as nervous, actually probably more not to invalidate your nervousness or anxiousness, but like they're probably a lot more anxious on the sisterhood side than the PNM side. Honestly, as a PNM, y'all are straight cruising. Y'all are straight cruising. With that being said, let me follow it up by saying you need to ask questions and open up. That's how conversations work. It's a two-way street, okay? This isn't just about them learning more about you and seeing if you would be a great fit. This is also about you learning more about them and seeing if you would be a good fit from your side. 
And if you seem more invested in the conversation, you're going to be a lot more memorable. If the sister you're talking to is constantly having to pick up the conversation and there's like a bunch of awkward silence because you're only giving short answers or not asking questions, it's not going to be an enjoyable experience for you or them. And you're talking to them for like five to seven minutes. So, and honestly, sororities love talking about their chapters. It is literally as simple as asking them what their favorite event of the year was to get them on like a two minute tangent about how much they love tailgating with their sisters for football games or how semi-formal was a lit crazy movie, okay? So honestly, if you don't have any questions in mind, you could Google questions to ask during blah, 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 round of recruitment, and so many of them will pop up, okay, if you really can't think of any, but try to let the conversation flow naturally. I'm just saying that asking questions makes you seem a lot more interested and interactive in the conversation, which makes you memorable. This next one is also very important. Do not get caught up in the aesthetic of the room or how cute the people look in their coordinating dresses or whatever the heck, okay? Again, these sororities prepare for months. They are given a ridiculous amount of money in their budget for this, okay? They are putting the best possible versions of themselves out there. So don't pay attention to what kind of flowers are at the center of the table or whatever the heck. Make sure you pay attention to how the conversations are going and how comfortable you feel with the chapter, not the decor around you. This next one you'll probably hear if you talk to literally anyone in a sorority, but go into recruitment with an open mind and do not go into it with ulterior motives. Because, okay, let's put it this way. If you go through recruitment with a chapter in mind, you're going to cloud your judgment so hard that you might not give other chapters a fair shot. Not only that, when I say ulterior motives, don't join a sorority for the clout that you think they're going to get you. Because, okay, let's paint this picture. Say you join one that you think is going to give you the social status that you, for some reason, think they have, okay? Then what happens? You end up in the wrong chapter, you're probably going to end up dropping after the first semester because you didn't make any significant connections and you're going to realize that you have absolutely nothing in common with them. But thank God they got you into the Theta Chi party, am I right? Yeah, exactly. Don't do it. You can get party invites any other way. Find at least one Pi Chi to talk to. They can talk you through any inner conflict and they're going to be so blunt with you. From my experience, I liked Alpha Z pretty much the whole week, and they were my first party on prep night. So I walked in there and I was like, I want to be an Alpha Z. I'm ready to ride or die. And then I went to my second party and I was basically like, hey, I think I'm leaning the other way. Um, I'm pretty much going to go to that chapter. But love y'all, but they're just a better fit for me. And then the girl didn't try to sway me or anything like that. We were just kind of talking. And we start talking and we start talking and turns out we have so much in common. And then after that party, I was like, wait, maybe I could see myself in this chapter. And I went from being so completely confident in my decision to literally being one of the last people voting that night. And my Pai Kai, who later became my grand big, basically saw that I was like struggling and she was like, what's up? And so I basically told her exactly what I just told y'all and told her how I felt. And she was like, Michelle, I'm going to be so blunt with you this whole week. You have not shut up about Alpha Z and how you feel so comfortable with them and like blah, 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 blah. And you mean to tell me that like one singular conversation on preference night is going to sway you? And I was like, you know what? You are so right. And this is probably the best line that she could have dropped. She goes, 
You weren't even considering this other chapter until this one singular conversation with this one girl. So, did you connect with the chapter or just with this one girl? The second she said that, I was like, man, I just connected with the girl. Because don't get me wrong, that chapter had been great the whole week. But it wasn't to the level of enthusiasm that I had for Alpha Z. So when she said that, I was like, man, I really did just connect with this one girl and that was about it. That made my decision pretty clear, honestly. So tell your pie guys everything. They are there to help you out. They are disaffiliated for a reason. You can trust them with anything. And they're not going to go back to the chapters and be like, "Ugh, well, Susan over here said that she absolutely hated our guts, like blah, 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 blah. They're not allowed to do that literally at all. They'll get into huge trouble, actually. And they train the whole summer. So they are completely unbiased. They are prepared to hear literally whatever could potentially come out of your mouth. So trust them with everything. And if you have any doubts at any point in the whole week, go to them because no one's going to be able to help you out more than they are. This next one I always preach about, but... Don't talk to your friends about chapters. This is just as much your experience as it is theirs. As appealing as it may be to be in the same chapter as your friends, don't let that cloud your judgment. Like I've said in previous episodes, my entire like main friend group is compiled of so many different sororities. And if anything, that means you can take them to your events and they can take you to theirs. And that's like double the date parties and formals. So that's a win-win, honestly. <laughs> but yeah. Again, I get the allure with joining the same sorority as your friend, but it's not going to be the end-all be-all if y'all end up in different places. Okay, for these next two, I'm going to get pretty um, passionate. I'll put it that way (laughs) about these. Let's talk about social media because it's a thing. We all have it. Let's just talk about it, okay? Social media is going to matter during recruitment. You're basically in the spotlight the whole summer. For starters, Make your Instagram public. The chapters want to see your life, okay? And if you're private, that just makes everything so much harder. And then you have to like jump through hoops. Like it's just, just make it public, okay? We all just want to see your Instagram. Also, interact with the chapters and sisters, okay? Like, comment, DM, slide up, whatever. It shows that you are interested. And if you're making connections before recruitment starts, then during recruitment, they can be like, oh my God, yeah, one time she like DM'd me and we like talked about our puppies. And it helps make you more memorable. Now you can like like stories on Instagram. Do that. Literally do that. You don't even have to like spark up a conversation. Like just let them know that you're interested. Okay. Now let me backpedal. When I said that Instagram matters, this does not mean that you have to curate your Instagram to fit your favorite chapter's aesthetic. No one cares how cute your Instagram is, but they do want to see your personality before recruitment. So like think of your social media as like a little trailer before they see your movie. Oh my God, that was so cheesy. I cannot believe I just said that. No, okay, you know what? No, yeah, I'm sticking to it. Your Instagram is a trailer and you are the movie. (laughs) Now, while this doesn't mean that you should like beef up your Instagram so that you look like the ultimate sorority girl, it does, however, mean that you probably shouldn't post that you're blacking out every Friday in your friend's basement, okay? Not the best look for sorority recruitment. Another thing to take in mind is that sororities are meant to have cute Instagrams, okay? But this goes back to the whole, like, don't get caught up in, like, the room's aesthetic. Don't get caught up with the sorority's Instagram's aesthetic. They're meant to be cute, but that shouldn't be the reason why you choose a chapter over another. If you want your Instagram to be pop and just take a social media marketing class or something. Like, I don't know. 
but don't let it dictate what organization you're in. While we're on the topic of social media, this is another one that y'all are going to have to tap in for, okay? Because this is so important. Like, honestly, probably one of the most, like, vital pieces of information in this entire episode, okay? If you follow one sorority, follow them all, okay? Like, I cannot stress that enough. Like I said, you are in the spotlight during the summer. Chapters are seeing everything that you're doing. Okay, that sounded, that sounded very creepy. That sounded like too much. Okay, but like it's true, okay? Everyone is constantly watching. So, if the chapter sees that you're only following that one sorority that you think, keyword think, because you literally haven't even met them yet, that says a lot. The chapter is going to be so put off by the fact that you're so close-minded to the point that you only followed one sorority. And it also gives off the impression that you think you're better than the chapters you don't follow. Like, that's immediately where our mind goes. And on top of that, I'll touch on this more later, but chapters stick together. And if they see that you're only following one chapter, even the chapter that you're following is going to be put off by the fact that you're already not being sisterly to the other chapters. So, highly don't recommend. Moving along, this one kind of piggybacks off of the whole spiel I just gave about being, like, sisterly to other chapters. Be kind to the chapters. After three years of doing this, me and my friends have accumulated our fair share of horror stories during recruitment, okay? We've had girls straight up tell us that we can stop talking because they've already made up their mind. Do you know how mean that is? It's only happened like two times, but both times we were literally like, what? Like, that is enough to make someone cry. Now, with that being said, if you walk into a chapter and you are feeling like you don't want to go there, you can politely be like, oh, I am leaning towards the other chapter, but I've had a great time today. And then you can just talk about literally whatever else for the rest of the like 45 minute period that you have to talk to that girl. Do not make her cry after the party because you told her to stop talking to you because you've made up your mind. Anyway, that's that's on the more extreme side. Now, I want to touch on something that no one really talks about as much as like your pie guys go through training and they're like fully prepared to hear like the worst of the worst be mindful that you don't know what chapter your pie guy is in so if you are just completely bashing people and like being so rude about a chapter one not only does that say a lot about you but two it could completely sway a girl's mind Someone might come out of a party and think that they've found their top house, they want to go to that chapter, and then they hear someone else talking bad about them, and then they reconsider. Do not be the reason someone is conflicted on picking the house that they really liked just because you had a different experience. Like my mom always says, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say it at all, especially in this setting. Just be kind. Jesus. I just got really riled up with that one. (laughs) Anyway, picking it back up, what I'm about to explain is low-key super confusing so bear with me and if you have any other questions about this next topic just shoot them in my dms because i don't even know if i'm gonna be able to explain this correctly cobing is an option okay cob stands for continuous open bidding which basically means informal recruitment so rush week or you know recruitment week or whatever like the whole six parties three days whatever thing that is formal recruitment. Informal recruitment is basically once the school year starts, if the chapters have enough spaces for more members, they can continuously open bid, which means they can hold 
events and people can come out and you can make connections with the chapter. They can invite you back to more events and then eventually give you a bid. Okay, so it's basically another way to do recruitment. Now, I'm saying this to say that towards the end of the week, what I see a lot of girls doing is if recruitment went not exactly the way they wanted it to, they'll drop out of recruitment in hopes to COB for whatever chapter they really wanted. I think that's fantastic for specific people. However, I'm not the biggest fan of this option because, okay, first of all, take in mind that if you get cut from a chapter, it's for a reason. And I know that sucks. And I know there's like a lot of like inner conflict with yourself when you do get cut because you're like, what did I do wrong? What did I say wrong? Blah, 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 blah. And most of the time it actually has nothing to do with you. It just comes down to numbers and how many people chapters can invite back. However, these sororities know their chapter in and out. So you might have thought that you were a perfect fit for this chapter, blah, 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 blah. But again, they know their chapter better than you do. And they could have been like, this is such a great person. I think she would be better off in Lambda Beta Uzma Kappa. So again, sometimes it has nothing to do with you, but you have to trust the process and trust that everything happens for a reason. So like I said, a lot of people drop out and decide to COB whatever chapter they were really hoping to get into. And again, like I said, this might be great for some people. But you also have to take in mind that if you were dropped for a reason, the outcome is probably not going to change that much if you go through a different form of recruitment because they didn't offer you a bid the first time. So the chances of you getting a bid a second time, probably not super great. Again, I might be completely wrong about this and it might work out fantastic for you. I'm just saying to keep this in mind before you drop out of like the entire recruitment process and place all of your bets on COBing because I see it happen to a lot of girls. Also, not every chapter can COB because again, it depends on the numbers at the end of recruitment. If there's space for a COB, they'll take a COB. If there's not a space, then they have to wait until the spring. So COBing isn't always guaranteed. So again, wouldn't really place my bets on it. Not only that, but also if you drop out of recruitment the first and second day because your top house dropped you and you're going through COBing and all that stuff, that's a very closed-minded way to go through recruitment because you're not really giving yourself a chance to meet the other chapters and see if you get along with them. On the same kind of wavelength, there's this thing called single intentional preferencing, which is more commonly known as suicide bidding. It's when after preference, you have to rank the two sororities that you went to that day and you put your top house down and then you put your second one. Some people that choose to suicide bid only put one sorority down, which means they would not be open to receiving a bid from the second sorority. Now, the problem with this is that if your top sorority doesn't give you a bid, you just don't get into a sorority. Whereas if your top sorority doesn't give you a bid, but your second one does and you put both of them down, you still get a bid from someone. So you get into a sorority. So all of this to say, I don't really recommend dropping out and relying on COBing to be an option. And I also don't really recommend suicide bidding just because you're not maximizing your options. Like at that point, you're leaving the ball in just one sorority's court. Anyway, I hope that made sense. But if it didn't, again, DM me. And then my last piece of advice is that bid day is so overwhelming. Okay, don't get me wrong. Fun day, probably one of my best sorority memories ever. However, Everyone at one point during bid day 
has second thoughts or they're asking themselves if they even fit in or if they made the right choice. And it's kind of a bit of a culture shock, honestly, because you're kind of just being thrown into this whirlwind of like emotions and like everyone is so excited to have you and everyone's like, oh my God, ah. and it kind of gets to be too much at times. Okay. So I don't say any of this to scare you. Bidet is so freaking fun. But if you find yourself having second thoughts, if you find yourself feeling like you don't fit in or that like you're not clicking as well with the other girls that joined, give it time. If you just ride it through, I promise it gets better. And if it doesn't, then, you know, you can take whatever action you feel needed. That's all I had prepared, but I didn't want y'all to just take it from me. So I did ask around to other people in sororities and I'm just going to leave y'all with these four tips, which basically kind of recap everything that I talked about and they talk about the same things basically. But the first one is don't keep rushing a sorority that isn't your favorite just because people you know like them. Duh. Pretty self-explanatory. I talked about it a lot. Okay. Two, drown out the outside drama and stereotypes people give you about chapters. The best thing you can do about rush is to go in with an open mind with zero preconceived notions. You don't know the chapters until you go into their parties. So don't let people get in your head. Again, I also said this and it's a really good point and that's why I'm including it again. Third one says, you get what you give. Put in effort and you'll make the best out of a sorority. At first, I felt like I didn't fit in, but I realized it was just because I wasn't putting myself out there and making the bonds with people. Now, joining a sorority is one of the best things I could have done for myself. This is a perfect example of what I just talked about with bid day. It's going to be overwhelming. You're going to question if you fit in. You're going to question what you just did. You're going to question every single decision you've ever made up until that point. (laughs) Okay, I'm being a bit dramatic, but... Like I said, everyone feels that way. But like this person just said, put yourself out there. You know, make the bonds with people. And then the last one I'm going to leave y'all with. She said, be kind to every girl you meet. And I really did just want to reiterate that. But she also said, make friends during rush that are in your group. I also think this is fantastic because some of my really good friends came from my Pike High group. So definitely network, mingle, make friends, do whatever you have to do with anyone that you meet that week because that just makes the experience even better this person also said show your style through your outfits and eat when you have the chance because there's not a lot of time to get a full meal during the process I didn't touch on this but yes you have like 35 minute breaks at random times in the day depending on your schedule use those wisely okay you're gonna be starving if you don't eat something Anyway, that's all for me today. I hope I eased some nerves. I know when I was going through, I was literally sweating buckets, so freaking nervous. Um, So I hope that helped a little bit. And again, if y'all have any questions, feel free to shoot them in my DMs. Y'all can either send them to at the 20 somethings pod or my personal, which is at it's Michelle Diaz. I am happy to answer any question that I might not have gotten to. I know recruitment is like a pretty confusing topic. Or if y'all want to just say hey or something, that's cool too. But yeah, if you're going through recruitment this year, I wish you all the best of luck. You're going to kill it. Just trust the process and, you know, just trust that everything happens for a reason. And also have a blast. And if you're going through recruitment at UAB, I cannot wait to meet you guys. I'm so freaking excited. Recruitment is one of my favorite things ever. So I don't know if you see me say hey. Um, But yeah, before I go, let me do the top three songs of the week. First one up is actually from like 2018, but I just found it. So um, it is On the Ball by Bryce Vine. Now I'm thinking we should let him know. I feel like I'm on the ball today. I even felt exempted from-
from the law today It's like this revelation dawned on me It's so amazing, help support the cause I get everyone involved I'm that trend you gotta follow This next song I actually found today um, But it's been on repeat since this morning So it's called Hair Toss Arms Crossed by Mark Amber But I still walk by here, don't say hi reminiscing You do that hair toss, arms crossed, never reply You do that turn around, walk out, you good for goodbyes And I'm wishing that you just stay But you're pulling out the driveway I keep walking towards you You keep walking away This next one I'm so excited about it's ancient, okay? If you remember this, you are a true OG. You are a MagCon ride or die. The last song for the week is Like That featuring Skate by Jack and Jack. And if you prove it to me, all this money girl will blow. I ain't never blow. met a girl like you. And you'll never find a man like me. Walking out the door with you on my arm. You can hit me on my phone anytime you want. Got me going mad when you dress. The one bone I have to pick with this song is that it's not on Spotify and they removed the music video off of YouTube. So if we can get like a petition going or something like that, that would be fantastic because this song does it for me every single time okay i had completely forgotten about this song but i know it verbatim and then my friend Gigi like reminded me of it and i found it on soundcloud and it has been on repeat so like it's such a good song but anyway that is all for me today again if you have any questions shoot them in my dms or if you just want to say hey that's cool too but besides that i will see y'all next thursday next thursday will be the 10th episode of the 20 somethings podcast and I figured what better way to celebrate than with a guest. I have been waiting for this for like months, but I'll see y'all next Thursday. Bye.